everyone. Today we're here with Aprajita Rao. Um, she is a musician here at Hershey High School. Um, hi, Aprajita. Hi, Kara. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, now, just to start off, how about you tell us a little bit about your music? So, I'm a junior and I've been making music kind of as a hobby since I was 12. And I've been playing the piano and the keyboard since I was six. That's awesome. And how did you start getting into electronic music? Um, when I was in middle school, I started listening to like music in the background, painting videos and things. And I started finding more experimental genres. And it wasn't until I was about 13 that I discovered drum and bass, which would become my favorite music genre. So your other um, musical background, did that sort of help with you creating the electronic music too? Oh yeah, definitely. Being able to play the piano and the keyboard, you can hear. The piano is a really familiar sound for me, so I use it to bring my elements together. It's like the essential sound, the basis of all music. Mm -hmm. Now, for um, anyone listening that doesn't know, Afrajita makes electronic music. How would you describe it? Well, electronic music does describe it, but there's so many subgenres to electronic. I can't even begin to cover them okay. just in one go. What would you describe the type of music that you kind of um, go towards? Um, well, I'm part of a subgenre that's drum and bass. It's an up-tempo breakbeat music, usually between 160 and 180 beats per minute. It's a frantic, jumpy kind of music, <laughs> and I think that kind of represents me as a person. Now, I feel like that's a good segue to go into one of Pratchett's songs. Um, now, this song is called Ducky Corner, uh -huh. and it's on your SoundCloud, which the name of your SoundCloud is, um, what is that? It's Scotophase. It's a biological term. Oh, okay. Yeah, so if you want to, you can find Afrajita on SoundCloud at Scotophase.
so that song was Ducky Corner. Um, you know, what I noticed in that song is, is that you playing all of those different parts? Oh, uh, yes. I recorded them from the keyboard and composed them, so yeah. Now, how do you, um, just what is going on in your mind when you're putting those together? Um, normally, my attempts at putting music together can range from an idea that I've had boiling and steeping in my head for months, or it can be a spontaneous, totally random thing I put together in a sequencer at one time when I get this burst of inspiration and I just can't get off the sequencer until it's done. So how long does it typically take you to make one of these tracks? Um, a good quality track can take me a month or two to make. Really? Some of my really, really inspired songs take me a few months, and some of the more spontaneous ones only take me like one sitting, maybe two hours. Mm-hmm. Now, I've noticed on your SoundCloud that you have tons and tons of songs, too. Oh, yeah. So you must be working a lot of these. I have lots of artistic inspiration. If I don't take it out in music, it comes out in other places, and I'd rather it comes out in music than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Now, what would you say some of your inspirations are? Um, in terms of music or in terms of feelings alone? Because um, it's like really in terms of music. <laughs> so I'm inspired by a lot of liquid funk acts like artificial intelligence, comics. Um, a lot of the people on hospital records are really great producers and I keep in touch, listen to all their new music to see what the sound is now versus the sound was back then and see how the genre is evolving and try to move with it. So have you felt that your music has changed as you've been making it too? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, mean, I wasn't around in the old school old school days of drum and bass. I was like three or four years old <laughs> when it transitioned to the more new sound. So I kind of hopped on late, but my music has changed more in terms of skill than it has sound because I'm mm-hmm. still a rookie. Do you plan to continue doing this? Oh, uh, yes, definitely as a hobby. I don't really see myself as doing it professionally, but I use my music as backgrounds in all of my art videos and tutorials. So you also do a lot of art, too? Yeah, art is... Visual art is really important to me. Mm-hmm. I was also wondering about some of the names of your songs. They have um, sort of funky names, like yes. Ducky Corner, which we just listened to. What is the inspiration for those? Um, the names come from the closest words I can find to describe the weird feelings that go into each song. So Ducky Corner is kind of inspired by big rushes of exhilaration you get when you meet a new person, when you make new friends, when you find people. When that feel The good feeling you get when you go out. Like, if you've been trapped inside for a while and you want to go out and meet people. That's a really interesting way to put it. <laughs> Definitely. And it does seem like the music captures that too. How do you sort of put those feelings into a beat? Um, well, I usually start with something that translates easily. For example, you may be wondering, what does this have to do with ducks? Well, um, I've been doing like a couple of little chemistry experiments and I, had, I was dealing with large amounts of water, so I was thinking about water a lot. And I had some rubber ducks and I put them in water and I was just thinking about floating and how relaxing floating is and how that goes with socializing. You kind of just have to kick back or else you won't float. And I jumped in with that watery pad you hear in the beginning. And then I started to go for more frantic sounds. So I thought, 
I'll start with those piano chords because piano is familiar to me. Then I eventually added that sawtooth synthesizer you hear going with the piano. Um, now this next song that we're going to listen to, this one's called Sunlight Bank. Um, what was the inspiration for this one? Um, this one was, I didn't use my standard methods for making this one, so it's a little bit weird. I was sitting at the piano playing at some random chords, seeing, seeing if I could come up with anything. I eventually took these samples and messed with them so much in Audacity, they almost became unrecognizable. And I had some really, really cool custom drum sounds that I wanted to try out with it. So I mashed the two together. <coughs> Excuse me. And I think it came out sounding really unique. So well, let's take a listen to it. So that one was Sunlight Blank. Now you said before that you described some of it as liquid funk. Yes. What does that mean? Um, liquid funk is a subgenre of drum and bass, which is it's a very lightweight, floaty kind of drum and bass, which is a contradiction to the core of drum and bass. So it's a weird combination of relaxing with those soft waves and pads and the frantic drumming, and it's kind of paradoxical. And I feel like that represents me. I feel cool on the surface, but I get so nervous in certain situations. That's why it resonates so much. Now, so what are some of the other um, genres of electronic music that you were venturing into? Um, well, in addition to the faster breakbeats, I also make some mid-tempo breakbeats, slower breakbeat. I have tried house music and garage music as well. Um, you also have trance, techno, all the different subgenres of house. Um, hard style, hardcore, and then you have super high speed genres like speedcore. And there are also some really down-tempo genres and hip-hop based genres like trip-hop and glitch-hop. 
Now, I'm sure, like, I know that I have never heard of any of these, and I'm sure a lot of people haven't, too. Is it a sort of difficult thing to break into and get yourself exposed to this kind of music, or did you just stumble upon it? It's actually not that hard. A lot of people think, oh, I've never heard of that before, but there is electronic music everywhere, and even if you don't know how it's classified, you've probably heard some of it before. Mm. The thing about electronic music is that it really blends into the background. It's kind of repetitive in some cases because the lack of human voices makes it, it sets it apart. Unless you're using human vocal samples, which is even more out there than mm-hmm. Do you do that? Um, I have used samples of my own vocals, but... Do you like to have the um, voices in it, or do you prefer to keep it, like, straight music? Um, if I do use the voices, I distort them or use them for custom sounds. A lot of my custom synthesizers come from my voice, because I don't like it to be totally connected to the way I speak. I often lose my voice a lot, and this music is, like, a different voice for me, because... When this one fails, that one succeeds. Oh. So have you felt that your music has sort of gotten you out there more um, as far as getting into this community of people making electronic music? Um, it's a bit difficult to find people in this area, actually, but I've found a couple of interesting people through my music, and I'm glad to have met them. And... I really hope I can find more people in our community who are willing to talk about all different kinds of music, because I'd like to learn about some other kinds of music, too. Mm-hmm. Well, this is definitely one that I'm sure a lot of people are learning about. Um, but it's it's one that's been very popular, or gaining popularity lately. EDM and, like you said, house music. I think that a lot of people are ca- kind of catching on to this. Yeah, so with that, why don't we listen to this last track. This one's called Kill the Memory. Um, Do you have anything that you want to say about this one before we listen to it? Uh, This is a bit of a weird one. It was experimental. Um, It used a lot of original melodies that I found messing around with the slap bass sample, and it does use a well-known classic melody from Old School Breakbeat.
Oh, now listening to that song, we were just talking about how it sort of is reminiscent of video game music and the energy that comes with that. Um, now, is that, and you said that was something that you get a lot, right? Oh, yes. Um, especially with the song Icebreaker, it's got that um, phased drop synth in it, and a lot of people say it sounds childish. And I don't know if they mean that in a bad way. There's a bit of elitism about what's music, what's not music, but I, I think childish music is a good thing. You know? So some people don't consider this music? Well, plenty of people don't consider this music at all. Like, You're not playing a real instrument, so it doesn't count. But the amount of work that goes into writing and composing these things and the sound that comes out, I feel like the end result matters just as much as the playing does. Well, that's very interesting. Uh, what were they? I've seen people considering electronic music as more the more of entertainment than like art. What would you say about that? Um, well, it depends how you're making it and from where you're making it. I've heard my fair share of experimental ex electronic musicians and they sound just as interesting as a lot of classical pieces with lots and lots of different movements, lots of samples. But I've heard plenty and plenty of really commercial, sort of boring sounding electronic music and I don't want people to think that's all there is out there because there's so much. And you're trying to do more of the experimental? Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit on the experimental side. Well, thank you so much for talking with us today. Thanks thank for you. teaching us a little bit about electronic music. It's been great.